three, four. Me and my friends do sinister things, and that's because we're cynical beings. And we're living in a house, and we're chilling upstairs, and we're doing a podcast. Impaired. Welcome back, everyone, to the Impaired Upstairs podcast. Tonight we are here with Brady, Ryan, Cody, and Dragon. Yes, that is his real name, and he's probably had more drinks than any of us combined. That's true, yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's okay, though. That's too not, much. That's going to be just fine. That's not going to interfere with anything. Well, what have you had so far, Dragon? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. no. laughs> That's okay. That's, that's okay. a good sign. That's about, a good sign. Yeah, about three Costco claws, uh, a Coors, Coors banquet. banquet, and, and working... Whole, what is this? A, a space dust? Yeah, yeah. Legion space dust. Great Dusty drink. Boys. Actually, speaking of those Costco claws, we'll get this in early. Drink of the day, drink of the week, drink, drink of, the, of week. the week. I always mess that up. Drink of the week, Kirkland Hard Seltzers, aka absolutely colloquially known as Costco claws. Costco claws. Mm-hmm. For when the budget's tight, but you want to get some claws in you. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Exactly. They're pretty good. It's so good. Yeah. It's um the black cherry. Oh, that's not mine. The uh the lime. And the black cherry are both great flavors. Yes. The black cherry kind of tastes like uh, I say black cherry. <laughs> the, black, the black cherry kind of tastes like the uh, like the yogurt that comes from Costco. That's oh. also black. It's like the same flavor profile. Yeah. Wow. Um. It's huh. it's pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> so I, I gotta say I'm not much of a hard seltzer guy. How do um how do the Kirkland Signature hard seltzers compare to uh like actual like white a truly or yeah, a white or claw. Truly. Oh man, you, okay, so it's really close. I'm sure the alcohol content is real similar. Mm-hmm. But the big difference is that the uh, the Costco claws, they taste like Costco claws. I'm sure I could blind taste test them and I would know the difference. Really? They're just a little different. They're just like a little tiny, tiny bit different. But they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. We'll have to uh, do a blind taste test sometimes and then uh, we'll come back with the results. We'll, we'll let everybody know. I can't yes, wait. I agree. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah. So here we are, episode number seven. We're get. Yeah. Right. Episode ep- episode number seven. Yeah. Isn't, that's it's. It feels that's episode like, seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's like you can't count that on one hand anymore. Yeah. No, look at that. <laughs> Two hands in. <laughs> it's uh, feels good. Feels good, man. You know, it since, feels really good. Since we're doing things out of order. Uh, <laughs> why, oh. <laughs> Why don't we just uh, Why don't we just talk about the band of the week right now? Band of well, the week. Yes. Right now we have Greta Van Fleet. That is our band of the week, uh, coming out of Michigan. And Ryan, can you tell us a little bit more? I don't know anything about Greta Van Fleet. Brady, hey, can you tell us? We a have another bit more? guest that's off. That's uh, spectating. His name's Elliot. Do you yeah, want to Do you want to chime in about Greta Van Fleet, Elliot? I don't know yeah, anything about that? the band of the week. Today we are joined uh, by a live studio audience. Elliot is here joining us today. Yes, hello everybody. Oh I am my gosh! Wait, listen to that. The entirety of the oh. live studio audience, Elliot. Nice, beautiful voice. Yeah, beautiful voice. You've got a uh, face Lovely. made for radio, but a voice oh. also made for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us a little I bit about uh, Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. Um, one of the biggest things is that they're kind of a revival of uh, that same sort of early, mid, and even late. 70s early 80s style and um, actually one of the biggest things that uh, really inspired their style was a lot of the same sort of blues and artists that inspired Led Zeppelin when they were first coming along and even uh, Robert Plant the late singer of Led Zeppelin he Mm -hmm. was like he was incredibly fascinated by them Um, 
Right. I've heard a lot of people compare them to mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. And, you know, some people. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Pe- I've heard a lot of people say when they listen to them, like, is this a lost, like, Led Zeppelin album or yeah, something? Yeah. Their know? original EP was really, really leaning into that angle. Uh, ever since then. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, okay. If only we had a camera on right now. Anyways, but yeah, the original that, that EP. That is to come, um, by the way. I, I think eventually we'll get to a camera. But, yeah, buddy. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah, the original EP, it was, um, I want to say it was like Highway Tune or uh, From the Fire or something along those lines. Uh, that one really went hard onto the Led Zeppelin style. And then after that, I believe um, the band kind of did diverge a little bit away from that and yeah. now they've even got their next album coming up and i may be wrong about now, this i don't know their... much about uh i don't know about what's it called again the band yeah greta van fleet okay so i don't know much about them um gotcha. do, are they fully aware of that is that like their style like uh, approach? yeah they they have been told that time and time again they've gone on a bunch of live tours now. and the, and and that's like something they, they're like fully aware of or very is very aware yeah ah okay uh yeah like on live tv and everything they've been talked about like that interesting okay awesome yeah um and then otherwise i know they've got a their next album i can't remember what it is called but no it's coming worries. out uh middle of april just next month i think on the 16th all right uh, yeah and they've already dropped a few singles on youtube so far but yeah i'm looking forward to that. awesome um, and yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say. So, do you do you know anything about the history of the name? Because I've heard it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, the most that I know is that it was based off of an old lady that they actually lived right near. Her name was v- Greta Van Something. Right. Yeah. And then they changed it slightly to become Greta Van Fleet. Right. Just and to then make it was it the, a little bit more yeah, friendly. And then the band is. Um, three brothers that all grew up together, and then another, I believe, a high school friend of theirs. Yeah. They're all pretty much right in our own age range like they're mm-hmm. early early 20s mm-hmm. as far as i can uh think of off the top of my head right it's really it's really crazy when you look at the band because all of the it looks like triplets and then some oh, other yeah. guy you know <laughs> well that's basically what it is <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah yeah it's uh pretty interesting so uh it, that's a big name band of the week but uh mm-hmm. shout out to greta van fleet yeah, yeah and right. also before we move on i would just want to say thank you elliot for being here with us tonight we love having you on the show and same goes with you dragon mm-hmm. thank you for being here with thank us tonight. thank you and if you want to be a part of the impaired upstairs podcast uh, go hit us up on impairedupstairs.com. Go to the contact us page. Leave Wait, us a message. Me? You can, can be on you, the show? Yeah. <laughs> you, you can also you. contact us directly via email at impaired upstairs. upstairs <laughs> <at> <laughs> no, 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 no. Info. Info at impairedupstairs.com. Info at impairedupstairs.com. Oh I have so much spare time. I ought to. Join. We Ooh. are also we're rolling out the Instagram. We're rolling out the Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Go hit us up. And what what's our Twitter handle? It's at Impaired Upstairs. You can find us if you just search that at Impaired uh, uh, Upstairs. Uh, okay, actually, so the unfortunate part, unfortunate thing about Twitter is that it limits you to fifteen characters to for your uh, handle. So it's actually Impaired Up S T R S. Impaired up. It, STRS. <laughs> uh, go go they hit us up. The, values, the vowels in stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- send yeah. us a message. Uh, leave a like, and we'll we'll get back more on that at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
hop in those DMs, you know? You know? Oh, yeah. Shoot us a message. We, we will. We actually will reply. All 10,000 Like, we will you. definitely reply. We would love to hear from you. And if you if you send us a message, we'll talk to you. And we'll see if we can collaborate. Or if you just want to let us know how we're doing, things that you'd like to hear on the show, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. And, and suggestions, all that kind of stuff, you know, we're, we're here for it. So... So we talked a little bit about Greta Wait, Faithfully. wait, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Elliot. All right, everybody, I'm going to just disappear back to the background now. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Elliot, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, for thank you, Elliot. He may reappear you. at some point throughout the episode. We'll yes. see. So we, Whenever Ryan's no longer relevant. Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a relief man. That won't take long. <laughs> I'm loving the high energy tonight. So we talked oh, a yeah, little I bit. Oh, yeah, that's from. We talked a little <laughs> bit about uh, Greta Van Fleet, and uh, I know a lot of people might have that as part of a... Uh, they might have a connection with that in some poor part of their life where they they hear that song and they go back to some part in their life. Do you guys have any songs uh, <laughs> or any type of media in your life that just takes you back and gives you that sense of nostalgia? Who wants to oh, start? Man, I, I definitely got something. All right, I, want, I want someone else to start. Dragon, you no, go you, right you ahead. Oh, you want me to start first? Okay. Please. Yes, well, absolutely. Please. Oh, this is embarrassing. Okay. Oh, no, no. no, 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 no. You're um, fine. So, all right. It can literally be anything, right? Anything. Okay, cool. To an extent. PG-13. So, PG-13. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, so, <laughs> okay. So, it's like, um, whenever I think about, like, music that I, I mean, sometimes I re- re- return to it because it's not, like, the worst thing I've ever heard, but when you, you know, when you grow up, it's kind of like some of the stuff you listen to in the past, it's like, oh, well, uh, that's probably, like, a song that I was listening to to deal with whatever present, like, nightmare trauma I was dealing with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. And, and yes. People can relate to that. People understand what that means. Um, I'm sure you do. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like... Uh, I listen to something and it's just like, oh man, I can't, I can't even remember what kind of like stupid nonsense I was going through that would make me listen to this. Um, <laughs> and 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 that would one of the songs that makes me think about that is like, well, actually a whole genre really, uh, like dubstep. Oh, oh man, oh, yeah. I used oh, to my... listen to so much dubstep when I was in middle school. Right? Really? When you're when you're, it's. I saw a tweet recently. Someone said it was really interesting. They said. Um, uh, you need to be like embarrassing and, and cringy when you're like uh in your like um when you're 16, <laughs> yeah. or else you're or else totally. you're like that when you're an adult. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my gosh! And you some people go through their like in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people go through their really embarrassing phase when they're in middle school and they say some weird nonsense. Um, I mean, I know that uh personally. I don't know about you guys, um, but like. When you're in that like really young state where you don't really know like what you're doing, uh, sometimes that also kind of weirdly apply to like whatever your tastes are. Sure. And mm-hmm. so and so I listen to like really ob- <laughs> like equally as obnoxious music. Oh yeah. Um, to deal <laughs> with the era, to deal with whatever weirdness I was thinking about, and so I listen to a lot of like Skrillex. Oh and yeah! Like, oh yeah! Bangarang! Like Bang. like like big name. First of the year, Equinox. I, oh, yeah, man. big big name uh, dubstep. Just like, just like insane nonsense. And everybody listened to it. Everybody heard it. Everybody knows what it is. Without a doubt. Um, and it was just the most. And you listen to it now, and you're just like, man, I don't I don't know how I possibly jammed <laughs> out to this. <laughs> this, this. This is just like obscene. I mean, maybe you like it still now, because uh, maybe you know, maybe you still like it. Um, I enjoy if, the if, nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. no joke. Yeah. Like, I actually, um, I have. I'm not gonna lie. On my 
my huge, huge shuffle, I have one Skrillex song. Mm-hmm. Nice. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it should be. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's Summit, which is a... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good Summit's one. a pretty non-obnoxious... Mm-hmm. I think that's... Never mind, I'm going to out myself. I I really oh. like the Skrillex song with uh, G Dragon in it. Oh, what, wow! What, what is that song one? Is I don't know. Best to just keep going. Um, actually, y- y'all remember Friday News? No, oh, no, man. I don't. I don't. It's like it uh, rings a bell. Yeah, so in high school. High school. <laughs> in high school. Um, a little we, further down the line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were, every Friday, they would have an episode of Friday News. Um, oh, that Friday News. Yeah, oh, which was... Right. I'm talking about a band. I'm like, no, 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 you heard no. of this band? Okay. <laughs> it, oh, I remember Friday okay. News. Yeah, yeah I, was, just, I was in that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, 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 okay, uh, real quick, side tangent. <laughs> you really tried to like repress go, it go that ahead. much, huh? I really did. Yeah, yeah I didn't even remember. <laughs> Friday News, um, if anybody wonders why that stuff was so awful, it's because um, zero organization. Oh, I bet. It's you could, high school you could not explain that to a high schooler. You could not explain that. If you're part of that class and you're like, uh, there, well, there's no like leadership or organization whatsoever. It's people are like, well, your stuff sucks anyway. Oh. It's like, it's like, it's like, Oof. I know, I know it's terrible. There's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do. It's so, right. It's like, it's like the teacher, the teacher, right? The, the, uh, the figure that kind of dictates how the actual end product's going to be, mm-hmm. um, picks and chooses who the editor, editor is, right? Oh, wow. And okay. so, if you have, I mean, that kind of goes without saying, right? If you have a bad editor, you're not going to have a good show. Yeah. And so, a lot of the time, you might have a good class that of people that actually care about each other and they want to make something interesting. Um, if there, it's like it all comes down to the weakest chain, right? It's it's like if there's if there's a group or a section that's just not performing properly. Yeah. The whole thing is brought down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was about fifty percent of our class. Oh no. <laughs> and Ouch. so so the whole thing. We had some really bright minds in there doing really good work, and it was and and if people know people noticed when we were allowed to do our own independent projects they were they people liked that people wanted to see more of that, but when we had uh sorry about this tangent uh like, when we had when we had people not uh when we had like the generalized kind of like okay we need to fill this week in, uh, which was every week because we were always <laughs> behind, um, <laughs> it's like we need to fill this weekend how do we do this it's like. Um, well, everyone's doing their part except the fifty percent of people who don't care. Right. And the lack pe- of cooperation. And, well, actually, maybe they did care, but they they had a totally separate vision from us, mm. and their idea was completely d- different. And so we had this really big conflict. And the worst part about it, the thing that really brought it down, was there was no, there's no communication. It just mm. kind of like it's like it's like oh, these two parts can't communicate. They can't intermingle. They can't like you know, merge in a way that's like effective and interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it just completely collapses and <laughs> ends up being the mess that it was that everybody got to see. So yeah. what I'm wondering, did the grades reflect? Um, who- oh, absolutely not. If you, if you just, Never. if you like smiled enough at the teacher, you'd get an A. Oh my gosh. You could get away with whatever you wanted. I remember people would just sit on their phone all day. I mean, I ended up doing that because there was no, there was no nothing you could, there was nothing you could do. I mean, it's I, too far I, gone. It really was. It was, it was, it was very unfortunate. Um, I don't know how it is now, but it totally, I, I, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I wish, I wish I had like total control over the whole project. Cause like, or I'm sure everybody who would actually cared about it actually really thought that. Um, yeah. it's like, I really want to like fix this. I really, I, I think I have a whole total vision for this. Um, it goes nowhere. 
It always just mm. it always it always meets a wall, and that's another person, and that other person there's just no communication with them because you know it's high school, you know you have a teacher who dictates col- you know collect oh, what is that word uh like a curriculum curriculum yeah thanks dragon I've had more streaks than anybody um <laughs> <laughs> that word there's it's it's there's a certain organization to it that just isn't organic to a natural like sure. interesting production right yeah 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 so that's fun i think um i feel like sophomore year i don't know if there's a change in teacher or something but my sophomore year that was like the best year for friday news because the people that were doing it were just like totally goofing off with it and like i get what you're saying there's like you want to make it uh a real big production but it seems like what's more important that than that is the cohesive like vision absolutely yeah and so i think they had a cohesive vision of just like total nonsense mm-hmm. and so every friday news was just a riot that's because, wonderful right everyone I wish i had that. yeah everyone was just like this is hilarious you know that's that's you know, wonderful that's if you can uh, oh sorry go ahead yeah gary blunt oh gary he, blunt yeah he was phenomenal yeah. and you know what if you're listening gary blunt Hit us up. Please. Hit us. Hit us up. Hit us up. We'd love please. to have you. We would. If He's this been ever for gets his opportunity, out to you. now he has it. <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, okay. Uh, this is your big chance. Just, just a little <laughs> shout out. Take and it with us. He really, I don't know, something about just his attitude in the production of Friday News. Uh, I don't know. It's this spark that that just every. I, I looked forward to every the Friday charisma. News with the with charisma. with Gary Blunt. I if, think I, I remember if, him being really, really good at that. Yeah. If you, yeah. Too, yeah. If you yeah. can't tell, Cody has a little bit of a man crush on Gary Blunt. Hey, but, he yeah. did such a good job. I, you know, uh, real talk, I was a little jealous. Of Gary Blunt? I wish I had that much like charisma to just like influence the whole project. Yeah. To, just be, to just be like that little bit of quality. You, yeah. could, you could really tell that it was something that he was passionate about. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, so the the reason good I, job, Gary. The reason I brought Friday Thank News Thank you, Jerry. Up goes back to dubstep. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> if you find <laughs> out there somewhere is an episode of Friday News where <laughs> they were talking about music tastes and they're like uh I was in leadership so cuz I was don't don't at me. Uh Okay. I I, <laughs> I was the like class president or something like wow. that. Wow. Um, and they were like, so uh, what's your favorite kind of music? And I was like, oh, you know, I like uh, electronic dance music and I'm a big fan from first to last. Yeah. So, be proud so of it, dude. Be for, proud. So for anyone that doesn't know what from first to last is, oh, yeah. Uh, Skrillex, the guy who made Skrillex, what's his name? Someone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Sunny. Sunny. Sunny yeah. Moore? I think it's Moore. It yeah. might be. Sunny Moore. So, his my, my project, dad, like that. his dad. project before Skrillex was from first to last, and it was this emo band, uh, and they are actually pretty good. I I, I love uh, a lot of their music. What's that one song? Uh, Note Emily. to self, Emily or Emily. Okay, oh, and, uh, so there was good. an it was uh, yeah. there was another that was really good. <laughs> He's not actually my dad, Dragon. <laughs> There's that other one that's um something in two. It's like a. <laughs> I don't know. I I I always listen to Note to Self and Emily and the yep. yeah. 
but I <laughs> they're so angsty. They're like the angstiest oh my gosh, band, so which is angsty. perfect for like high school. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Well, I had nothing to be angsty about in high school, but you come up with reasons to be angsty in high school. You know, yeah. Dragon, are you back I with us? <laughs> that my dad quote was so funny. It really wasn't, but okay, it was pretty yeah, good. That was my dad. <laughs> if if you're at home, uh, get impaired with us. <laughs> Responsibly. As long as you're We're over 21. Responsibly. 21 and over. Of course. Yeah. It's Drink responsibly. <laughs> with oh, us man. here tonight. Yeah, this this isn't this is gonna be a train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so we have we have dubstep. Is, is there any like particular time that you remember when uh-huh. you're like listening to that song <laughs> and you listen to it now and it takes you back? And the song is called Populous in Two by oh, From First to Last. That is a okay. good song. The song's a banger. That is really good. R- so reminder good. that uh, that From First to Last is not our band of the week. No, no not Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet from Michigan. <laughs> but we are t- anyway. <laughs> Uh, um, Go ahead. I, I, uh, to respond to what uh, you said, um, Cody. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> 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 that, yeah, that's his um, good recall there. Um, you know, I would. Okay, this is gonna be very specific, which All I right. think m- might be might be necessary. Please. Um, please. I don't know if anybody here has ever heard of Mr. Rothweiler. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a name drop. I'm sorry for that. Um, oh, the teacher. Yeah, yeah. The teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I apologize for that name drop, but uh, that guy. I remember just <laughs> just being like in his class and um, requesting like. Like some stupid Skrillex song, because he would play music during lunch. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> and yeah, with oh, my no. friends. And I was like, okay, could you play this Skrillex song? And he listened to it for like a couple seconds. And he's like, I'm not going to play that. <laughs> 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 oh, no. And I was like, okay. And I kind of, I, I was oh, like, no. okay, I kind of understand. I kind of understand. Oh, um, no. And years later, I completely agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have no hate for him for that. Oh, I respect man. that decision. I was like, you know, that was a good choice. <laughs> you should have not. Let you, if he, imagine if he did play that, how that would have been. That's intelligence like, versus we're just ha- wisdom. We're just hanging out in the, in the lunchroom, and there's just like loud, loud music playing. Just like unbelievably loud. It's like, oh, it's like you know how dubstep, dubstep is. It's just yeah. like this insane thing. Was- and, and everyone's just trying to like conversate <laughs> this is like, you're like trying music. to do your homework to that music I like, know. Okay. It's okay. Like, what but is wrong with this person now like, now imagine if he played that and right. everyone just in, in in sync gets up and starts a rave that, that, that would be, be that would be good though right exactly it would That's be the other way saying. around it'd yeah. be the other way around i would i would uh i would be like I wish that happened. If that had happened, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Roswell, imagine if everybody had a rave during lunch. Yeah, <laughs> you completely ruined that potential. You would have uh, been king. I would have yeah. been. Yeah, exactly. I would have. Uh, yeah, if in my hypothetical weird middle school idea, <laughs> that's probably what I was thinking. I was like, if I put this music, in, everybody's gonna love this. Oh yeah, um, we're gonna be the coolest guy in school. Yeah, yeah, everybody's gonna love this really cool song. That I, I'm I, unfortunately, everyone in middle school and high school is super, super just cynical and they hate everything. I know. So, yeah. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh, Brady, I love your sweater. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm wearing a, a uh, black knit sweater right now. It's yes. very warm. We have the AC on in here. Uh, and I'm getting a little bit chilly. I'm, you know, not a not a giant man. So I, I need a little bit of the extra. Sweater weather, you might say. Yeah, yeah. Pull this thread. Okay. That's another song. Do you know that song? 
Sweater Weather? Sweater Weather by the Neighborhood. I know of it. I don't think I've ever really heard Pretty, it. I do, don't remember it. Do you have me. a song or some music that brings you back? Yeah, come on. Uh, okay, so when I... It's not necessarily a specific song or anything, but... What it is, is a radio station. <laughs> okay, so we're up here way up north. Right yeah, next to right Vic- up in the corner. Yep, right next to Victoria. PNW. Um, and so we typically, we don't, Seattle stations don't hit us very well, but Victoria stations yeah. in D.C., they hit us really well. Yeah. And they had 107.3 Cool FM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Victoria. That's right. Yeah. All the um the modern kind of like right exactly very modern pop music exactly. you know if it's not in French because you know French Canadians up there uh, as well right, right, right. we don't we don't not get the French the, stuff no no welcome no. back I got a few yeah. yeah welcome back Dragon decided to step out so here I am taking up the mic <laughs> perfect <laughs> so, I like this I like this dynamic yeah <laughs> it, it's very dynamic yeah, very it's not static one oh seven three yeah so we get that and that's just that it was before. Before iPods really started yeah, to take off, before every single person had a smartphone, I still had a flip phone at the time. Actually, I had one of those really cool keyboards that would like it slid that, out. Oh, like you was like, the, like a the, sidekick, yeah, Motorola yeah. Razor or something like that. Was that it? No, I had I had a Motorola Rogue. I think it was called a Rogue. Oh, okay, yeah, which you know when you're in middle school, it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. I had the LG one, so it had like a full. Oh, keyboard. you had like the NV, oh, the NV yeah. three or the NV Touch. Yes, the, the NV, NV touch. three. I think it didn't have a touch screen, so it wasn't that one. Yeah, the, I think the NVs were cool. Did our mom? I th- have the envy? Maybe. Three? I think so. It was like red. I know. Like crimson. Right. Like... There, and then there was like a blue one too or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's it. So um, so 107.3 brings you brings That you back. brings me back because and I was just listening to all the pop music. Whatever was pop at the time, I was not into, but it was like that's what was on the radio and that's what all my friends were listening to. And so that's what I was listening to as do well. You, do you have yeah. a specific memory? A specific memory? memory like uh, something you were listening to that and or is it just you know on your way to school yeah because it was all the time it was just like uh, every day on the way to school we were listening to 107.3 and, and it's y- relatively mo- clean your mom wants to listen to the country radio station i know because i'm her son as well right yeah and we're like mom can we please listen to the cool fm it's modern yeah we want to listen to it i i'm i don't know i can't remember a specific instance maybe you know what what i do remember is that was something i listened to on my way back from wrestling practice yeah because dad would he he would let us listen to one whatever you know exactly he wasn't like ah this is pop crap what uh, you know it was like <laughs> it was like okay you know we could we could uh, it, just let us be teenagers and right? in our mother's defense she was born in in montana oh yeah so that's she true. she's she's coming from montana where that's all she was allowed to listen to uh but also <laughs> allowed to in, listen in oh, her yeah. in her offense our grandfather i remember a very specific story about him liking elvis oh, and that's uh, true. how dare and he? one time I know, there right? was a excuse me his his father was listening to the radio mm-hmm. and elvis came on mm-hmm. and his father hated elvis like most 
parents of the time did. Right, because Elvis, you know, he jiggled his hips a little bit. Gyrations. Yeah, that's corrupting the youth. (laughs) It is. Corrupting the youth. It all went downhill from there. And now we've got Cardi uh, B and Megan Thee Stallion and all that. Exactly. Among another another, uh, few other connotations that were going on at the time, but... So, so we're not El- going to worry too much. So Elvis <laughs> yeah. did a cover of of Danny Boy, and he um he, he he was on the radio, and my grandfather's father, so my great grandfather, right? Uh, for the, those of uh, those of you that have trouble figuring out genealogy, <laughs> my my great grandfather, he heard it on the radio. He says, "Hey, uh, Terry." Who is this? He's singing along to Danny Boy. Hey, Terry, who is this? My grandfather says, you know, Dad, I I think this is Elvis. Mm. And from that point forward, my great-grandfather never had a problem with my grandfather listening to Elvis. Right, because it was it was a traditional song that Elvis was singing. Right. right. And so then it, it, it kind of won him over in a way. So I, I, I think that there's uh, – well, there is certainly – a uh, general, uh, sorry, generational, Gener- uh, <laughs> like sort of rift between every generation, right. where they all don't like the music of the new generation. Of and course, they should always yeah. listen to the classics. Right, and um, you know it's that crap that the kids it, are listening to. It's right. whatever stupid. <laughs> nah, so, nah, nah, nah. yeah, what it would be the equivalent to that today? The equivalent to that today? That's uh, a scary question. Oh, I man. don't even know. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's, I feel like it's kind of different today because it's gone. Like, like what would you even try to sing? Well, it's, I'm, what, I, what I was going to say is like there's a certain – there was a certain shock value to Elvis, right? They were like, oh, yeah. like oh. – but I, at this point, we're so past the shock value that you have to do something like – really wild to shock people yeah um and it's just it's kind of i don't know like it's hard to shock people anymore so what do you do it it almost seems like the reverse is true whereas originally it was like oh man this is like kind of sexual and like strange but now it's like if you're not sexual and if then it becomes more like shocking. You Case know? Right. Point, we had a right. uh, WAP like top in the charts for a <laughs> right. while. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like it's all other bets are off the table at that point. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. it's wild. It's yeah. wild. So I'm back, by the way. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Ryan. <laughs> now I think you might have something to speak about on on this particular subject of nostalgic music. So can you tell us? Uh, a particular something. Uh, Where do I even start? Um, nostalgic music. And yeah, I, I know music has been a huge part in your life. Totally, 100%. And, uh, yeah, I just want to hear it. So, uh, nostalgic music for me, I uh, I have, like, this thing where I'll listen to music when I'm when I'm younger and like in an edgy stage and then I'll quit listening to it because like, why would you want to relive those memories? And then way down the road, I'll, I'll reconcile with it and, and start listening to it again. Yeah. Um, tons and tons of different hmm. music. I just like, don't even know where to start. Um, it's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, no, it's, you get to a certain point where you can look back and be like, ah, um, so like a good example I'm not sure. I would say MCR. MCR, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Romance. yeah buddy. Oh yeah, buddy. And oh then, wow. Um, oh yeah, and uh, then um, 
what else? I have a lot of music that gives me very fond memories of like a certain time. A big thing, and Elliot knows this because uh, this hasn't been spoken about, but Elliot and I went to college together. So we're playing some some mic musical chairs right now. Um, no big deal. No, no big deal at all. So Elliot and I went to college together in Yakima, and uh, best probably best year of my life to be honest, because it was just like such a it was such a good time. We had so many delinquent uh, times at Perry Technical Institute. <laughs> there, so, were, there was a lot of things that happened that is very. <laughs> anyway, the school so I would a, enjoy us. I have a lot of again. music that uh, like. Uh, Knuckle Puck is a really sweet, like, punk, pop punk type mm-hmm. emo band that I uh, reminds me of, like, those times. Uh, Modest Mouse, which is pretty cliche at this point, but uh, I, I definitely listen to a lot of them during that experience. So, like, whenever I hear it, it brings me back to those times and, like, and like driving. American football, that's another one. American, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. so glad you said that. American football, 100%. Uh, never meant by American football. So good. Just the introduction that pretty much everybody gets to math rock as a genre. Yes, we're talking about math rock now. No, all kinds. Yeah, <laughs> American football was was so good, um, along with many many others. Uh, I mean, has Cody spoken about something that brings not, him back? Not yet? yet. So I have uh, a few really good albums and songs specifically that remind me of of some very specific times in my life. Uh, one is uh, an album by uh, STR, FKR. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Reptilians album so is good, but... a 10 out of 10 album. I highly recommend them. 10 out and of 10, not 9 out of 10? It is It is a perfect album. Legitimately, and, 10 out of 10. And Reptilians it brings me so back good. to when Ryan and I were building a chainsaw uh, together. He, he was helping me rebuild my chainsaw, and um, I just have a very, very fond, nostalgic memory of that. And uh, I think one song is, it's on YouTube. It is the Macintosh uh, 420 Death Grips remix. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that takes me all the way back to high school. I listened to that like 1,000 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is so good. It's, it's Just on those absolutely destroyed meme reflexes. Remixes, yeah. That is uh, that is also one that Ryan showed me, uh, along with the Reptilians album. Uh, but one that really does does it for me is Avenged Sevenfold, and some of the songs on that album. That is what really got me into metal. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like them, and they call them a um, what is it? Um, a Led Zeppelin copy, or uh, really, really, hmm. that's kind of shocking. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but that—that that is what got me into metal, and that just takes me back to my summers, uh, driving to and from work, and um, yeah, uh, it's also their song "Dear God" is. Uh, my, Dear God, my fiance and I. That I is that is you. our song. And right now, I'm I'm getting in touch with the record label to try and and use that song, uh, I, a piano cover of that song Aww. on my wedding. Hey. So, wow. I'm sure a cover. I'm sure a cover wouldn't need any. I I, I want to talk to him and make sure because the problem is that it's going to be live streamed on YouTube, 
gotcha. because mm-hmm. of coronavirus and we can't have a whole lot of people there. We want to mm-hmm. live stream it. And because and, used for an event as well, then you're kind of like, yeah, right, the, right. So I want to get in touch with them. And if it costs a little bit of money, then it costs a little bit of money. And mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's just such a nostalgic song. And we've, danced to that song a lot let me Aww. let me that's ask a, you that, that's such a sweet like like all of us are talking about dorky songs so, there <laughs> was know? and that's a really sweet nostalgic before yeah. i left for boot camp i remember we were out uh in front of the barn we we live on a farm here uh, yeah in paradise mm-hmm. right and um cows chickens the lot pigs too we all live here <laughs> so uh I remember we were out at, out at the barn, and I turned on that song, and that was the last dance that we had uh, before I left for boot camp. Wow, that's so sweet. Yep. And that's a really, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that song, you should check it out, because it's really, it's really sweet. It's it is really sweet. It is very emotional, yeah. and especially at the time, if you listen to the lyrics, it it is uh, uh, very lyrically motivated and goes goes mm-hmm. along with um, kind of a military experience in a, in a sure. way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they correct me if I'm wrong, but they kind of feed into that a little bit. Like they have a lot of oh, yeah, almost yeah. military inspired uh, w- songs, kind of. Danger Line, yeah, yeah is very very military inspired, and mm-hmm. uh, they're they're pretty supportive of the troops. So. Yeah. So yeah. as someone who's I've really never listened to that band, to be honest with you, yeah. Other than what you showed me, what would be a couple of good songs for like a starter pack? Uh, they're they're popular ones. Backcountry, um, which is uh, I don't know if you guys know Hunter S. Thompson. Oh yeah, I've yeah. Heard of him, so yeah. Hunter S. Thompson and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Right? Exactly. Okay. So that's that song is inspired by that book, um, which is that it's totally it's a wild drug trip. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah. Go ahead. So warmness on the soul is a really good one. Uh, very. Uh, that one's a very beautiful song. Uh, Hail to the King is very, very popular. Yeah. I think that's their most popular song. Um, yeah, uh, I think those are. Uh, that's a good starter. To, Man, to get you into Perfect. it, turning into a music cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's fine. But Whoops. yeah, some some really really nostalgic memories for me in in uh, music. Yeah, right on. Very good. Um, all right, so I know that Dragon wants to talk about film. Oh, well, no, I was going to say, normally nostalgia is associated with, like, pain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you. I can chime in with mine really quickly. Oh, this yeah, is just, yeah. like, yeah, go complete for it. and utter reverse end from, like, cringy, you know, feeling da-da-da-da-da-da and Cringy, high school and everything. excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, you're kind of looking back on yourself, like, ah, why was I that dumb? Mm-hmm. Right. No, so this is just, like... Just like total, um, you know, I grew up on the eastern side of the state, on the other side of the Cascades. There's nothing but sagebrush and half it's on fire for half the year. But you yeah, know. I was just over there. It's a different, different part of the state. Very, it's, very, very. I was thinking like it almost feels like a different state from Western Washington. It does. Not yeah. Really, no. It's yeah. yeah. You get over the Cascades and then it's just a completely different place. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. But really, one of the things that um. Uh, we were just kind of bullshitting, going through whatever at work, and just kind of had whatever music just coming up in the background while we were doing stuff. 
Um, and sure enough, we just like say, you know what? Screw it. Let's try throwing on country today. And then the yeah. freaking oh, song, yeah. uh, little bit of chicken fried. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. Man. That is Zach an American Brown. It, it was. Dude, it, it just immediately, it took me back to like when I was probably 13 or so. Yeah. Uh, like all the time we'd end up going, um, even further southeast into like Hermiston, Oregon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just across mm-hmm. Columbia. And, Sure enough, um, I don't know why, but it just took me straight back to like hanging out at my uh, aunts and uncles' places down there. Oh, nice! Because it's just like hotter than anything down there. But it, I don't know, it just fit really well. Yeah, it just kind of like took me back there for a moment, and I was like, man, kind of miss the eastern side of the state because that's where I grew up. That's sure. you know, and, and you're over in Bremerton. Yeah, I'm down yeah. in Bremerton yeah. right now. Yeah. But we, you know. Especially for uh, a lot of people living up here, it's yeah, it's a lot of the same, mm-hmm. uh, just wet, gray a lot of the time. But you know, when it's beautiful out, it is right. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have some sort of appreciation for when it gets nice out because oh, yeah. you're like, oh, a sunny day, I better yeah. go do something. Yeah, you know? exactly, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's versus like living over there where it's like, oh, great, another sunny day. Uh, yep. All right, hello, sun, my old friend of like. 200 plus days of sunshine a year versus here where it's like yeah 200 days of clouds and then some yeah yeah it it was funny when i was over there it was raining and you know it was kind of like Mm -hmm. there was like a hubbub about it they're like it's raining yeah and it's just (laughs) like you barely need to kick your wipers on when you're driving (laughs) yeah exactly i was like like, oh man like uh, hopefully hopefully my car's okay because rear wheel drive and slick tires and all of that and then i was like oh wait this is the rain Oh yeah, this I was, is what uh, you guys consider rain. It's like yeah. what? No, <laughs> okay. No. I was out working with my dad in in Nia Bay. My dad's a plumber, and and we were doing a job out there, and the contractor there, the sun was shining through the garage door window, and he's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> 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 yeah. How was your acclimation to coming over here, Elliot? Do what do you think about it being less hot? Uh, well, so when I first moved over here to the west side of the state it was in the very middle of december oh okay so yeah good it was, taste of how it, it actually got warmer compared to yakima so here's the thing that we get like over 110 degree summers every now and again mm-hmm. and then at the same time and ryan you'll remember this when you were in perry there was one morning where i got out to my truck it did not want to even idle very well because it was six whole degrees in the morning oh yeah oh. yeah so you get really high highs and really low lows, mm-hmm. and you will not get a ton of rain, but when it snows, it comes down like crazy. When it rains, it definitely comes down like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a Taco Bell in town, and that whole intersection right there, it was a lake. <laughs> oh, man. I'm well, not yeah, kidding. That's like, something I kind of noticed as well. The mm-hmm. roads aren't, like, crowned. Is That's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah where they kind of come to a peak in the center. Right, It kind of yeah. runs it off. They're not, they're not made for that. They are, but that's more just because they're really bad at taking care of the roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but um, I'm from, like, uh, Tennessee, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and... I there people usually associate that that region with like low uh snow. 
Mm-hmm. Like they they just assume that's like hot and like like nightmare world forever. Yeah, you know, it's um, just surface of the sun, yada yada yada. Um, I remember one year the snow got so high that like um, when I, I went to the post post office to pick something up and I couldn't find the post office because <laughs> the snow, the snow yeah. had r- gone above the actual roof and the, and the building oh was square. God. Yeah, and so the roof the snow had like. It was, oh, it just could, piled you, up just the right way. Yeah, you pretty much buried it. the it entrance. Really wow. Yeah. Um, how, how, and so when I, since I've been living here, it's like people were like, "Oh my god, we got two feet of snow." It's like oh, I wish we had like seven or more. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. I I I I'm not really used to it, but like I, I have memories with, with like extreme snow here yeah. on the Pacific Northwest. Is that the weather aside from just getting rain and it's we'll occasionally get some pretty crazy rain up here, but it's more just consistent than it is like anything super gnarly. Like otherwise everything is pretty mild relatively speaking. Oh yeah. We've definitely. talked yeah, about yeah. that, how yeah. it's yeah. just a lot of overcast kind of mm-hmm. right. lightly rainy days. It doesn't yeah. rain like crazy, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just a lot of dreary, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so dragon, how long, when did you move up here? Um, Oh shoot. That's a good question. Like six years ago, I think. Okay. Oh really? Uh, oh wow! Let me think. Actually, more than that. Yeah, it's been almost nine years now. Actually, now that I think about it. Okay. I grew up in the south, and then I kind of came here during my awkward years, <laughs> which was probably a bad move. So, um, so like seventh grade or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Right yeah. as middle school started, I moved here. Um, gotcha. And so I, I came here, and everyone noticed that I had a southern accent, and I, I didn't even know that was true. People, when I lived in the south, people thought I had like a northern accent, which was kind of weird. So I, I moved here, and people were like, "Oh, you got a weird accent." It's like. Do I really? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. like, I, I, cu- I couldn't tell. Um, Do you think you've like? Because I don't hear a whole lot of accent when you talk. Oh well, um, I've been here for so god dang long. It's like, uh, yeah, like, you think you kind of adapt. Oh yeah, absolutely. you just kind of get accent. I, I, yeah. I had a very light accent when I even moved here. So okay, people yeah. like it, not everybody even noticed it. Gotcha. Only people who were like really keen on noticing that kind of stuff even like really caught it. Um, and I, and within like the first year or two, I was like, oh, I'm pretty, you know, adapted to like how conversation happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. When, cause I, I grew up there. So it's like certain words. That's what it really was. It was specific words. Like, like when I, when I would say something like, like fire, I would be like four. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Four. And, and you know what I mean? Just like very specific words. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we've talked a little bit about accents on the, on the podcast, I think. Yeah. In cause the uh, last one or I was it? D- when doesn't really matter uh but you yeah because uh you you have you have some words that you uh say yeah yeah correct and and you know winder i don't think i brought this up before no i'm from here uh but my grandmother (laughs) is from northeast montana Mm -hmm. uh and so we we use words like um or she, I guess I, I picked this up from her. The sheriff instead of the sheriff, yeah. And it's Washington instead of Washington, and oh yeah, wow. the classic Pacific Northwest kind of throwing R's in everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some people yeah. are worse about it than others. Uh, and I guess I say bag instead of bag. When I'm talking about like a, a shopping bag. bag, don't even get me started about that. When, when I'm talking about a shopping bag. I say it weird, I guess, instead of instead of it's a bag. Yeah, because I've always said bag yeah. too, but uh, apparently that's a thing that some people say bag, like bagel instead of bagel. I yeah, don't know. I that's don't whack. Okay, yeah, never, a bagel. I'm no, glad you're no. with me. You just, really? It's a bagel. No. I've never noticed that. What it's do you wait? What do you say? It bagel. 
Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. But some people say bagel. Like, I, if someone said ba- bagel, I'd be like, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> you just be like, what are you well, on? Yeah. Like, you just kind of take a second when you hear that. It's like, what? What did you say? So weird. My, my whole family was like weird about it. They were like, oh my gosh, these people say bag, and I, I was like, I don't, I, I haven't even noticed it yet. <laughs> it's not, it's not really that big of a deal. So I'm you're, weird. I'll like switch accents like all the flipping time. I think it depends on who you're talking to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It really Code does. switching. Code, code switching. Switch, it, that is yeah. what it's called. But and it's like something I don't wow. even do consciously. It's just something that I kind of end up doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it's like you're you're not gonna talk to your mother the same way that you talk to your friends. Oh yeah, yeah without a doubt. Without so a it doubt. Is. I'm not gonna yeah. talk to uh, to my priest this way same way that I <laughs> talk to my buddies in the Marine Corps. <laughs> I yeah. Hope I, not. I might I might throw in an anecdote about accents. So and this has yeah, to do with it. this has to do with Elliot. Hmm. Um this one time I was at Elliot's place, it was like my last year of, of college. And I was staying uh I stayed at Elliot's place for like a night or two. Yeah. And um Did everyone hear that? Hope Open not. up another uh, Costco claw. <laughs> Get into yeah, another Costco claw. I, I should have just done that right into the mic. Should have. Yes. ASMR. You just got to do the one-handed one so it's extra loud. Yeah, we got grapefruit. Ooh. Grapefruit nice. on deck. So I was at Elliot's place, and Elliot was on speakerphone with his uh, girlfriend from... Where is she from again? Down south somewhere? Yeah, so originally she was from... Uh, okay, so she was born in uh, somewhere mountainous in the middle of China. And then she came over to the U.S. and went all the way over to Charlottesville, Virginia. So just a uh, just a little bit of a trek. So she was on speakerphone, and you guys were talking, and then like, "Oh, Ryan's here," and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And and then do you remember what she said? I don't remember regarding the way I talk. Uh like oh, he sounds Canadian or yeah. something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Wow, I have never heard that before." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just from somebody that's from, you know, complete polar opposite ends of the world. Well, I would have never thought that I sounded Canadian or anything, but no. she said that, and I'm like, whoa, my life has changed. I'm now going to forever think about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder, I don't know, I don't I don't think that everyone around here sounds like that, but I I guess from, from an outsider perspective, perhaps someone up here can sound Canadian. Uh, They're very close to Canada. Just, yeah, I guess from the proximity of it. Okay. But, yeah. Dragon, maybe you can speak to this. Have you ever traveled back to the, I would say south? Yeah. Uh yeah, a couple times. Okay. Um, like uh, literally, like maybe twice. Gotcha. Have you ever met someone and then said, "Oh yeah, I moved to Washington." Uh, elaborate on that, maybe. Okay. Okay. So what I'm getting at is, <clears throat> I was at like kind of a convention type thing for FBLA in Chicago. Okay. And people ask, oh, like, where are you from, you know? And so I'm, I said, I'm from Washington. And people automatically assume I'm talking about Washington, D.C. Huge pet peeve. Oh, my yeah. God. If you're Huge ever, pet peeve of I've mine. Uh, if you're ever talking to someone I mean, from another state, you have to yeah. say Washington State. You do have to say Washington State. It was state. really bad because I actually, speaking of my girlfriend, I went to go and visit yeah. her in Virginia. Which oh, is, you know, just, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right there. So I had, I had to get into that habit of specifying oh yeah from washington state right uh it is charlottesville so oh yeah i've been yeah i've uh that's where my mom's from no kidding wait yeah charlottesville virginia yes oh yeah Yeah. not charlottesville north carolina no 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 no, no. that's charlotte north carolina oh charlotte okay 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 yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah. us, uh, you know, Northwesterners. I think I was confused really too it. as well. Oh, <laughs> 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 so, uh, man. Okay, anyway. gotcha. But yeah, no, because you're literally, you're what, two hours away from DC proper? So right. it's like, yeah, I had to get in that habit of specifying, yeah, I'm from Washington State. Instead yep. of just like, oh yeah, how's it been up there? It's, mm-hmm. I haven't have been you, up there in a little been, bit. Uh, like, have you ever been to like, uh, like maybe like Bristol or anything like that? Bristol, no, I have not. No, okay. Well, yeah, uh, I, I I come from middle of nowhere, so <laughs> <laughs> another another thing, regional thing. I didn't realize that like spritzers were a regional thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is otherwise, it? otherwise, yeah. we're talking I about rebels. Clue. So yeah. Red Bull spritzers, and then uh-huh. also just coffee stands in general. Yeah, you would not find them outside of the Pacific Northwest. You, you gotta ask for uh, Rebel. It, well, it depends on where <laughs> you're at. So yeah. I, so for people that don't know, a Red Bull spritzer is basically just Red Bull and do they put soda Flavored water? Syrup. Red Bull carbonated water and syrup. And syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I was in Chicago, and I was at a Starbucks, and I asked for a spritzer, and the, the lady at the stand was just like- They were just like dead uh, confused. Yeah, she was yeah. really confused. She was uh, like, where that are happened, you? That happened in uh, Virginia as well. I was just like, I'm just like, I need some coffee. That, right. yeah. that explained why I've never heard of a flight. spritzer before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Before I moved here. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was just like something I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because- Personally, I'm not a particular fan of Starbucks. That's just my own preference, you know. But, um, yeah, so I was over in Charlottesville, Virginia, hanging out there. And I'm like, man, I need some coffee. I mean, I am, like, dead tired right now. Sure enough, I go and pull up on my phone. I'm like, coffee stand. It's like, what do you mean? There's nothing for upwards of 100 miles and what? Yeah, <laughs> right. There's Dunkin' Donuts. You and far between. No. There's Starbucks. Also, no. There's uh, whoever else. I think Krispy Kreme. I'm like, no. Uh, there's got to be something here. No, no, no. Oh God, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so that that was that was really embarrassing, and I was just like, uh, oh, give me a mocha or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny because like on my, one of What's my last days right? over in Tri Cities Yakima area, it was. I remember I had my my old Nissan like full of all my stuff, way overloaded coming back. It was yeah. like, and the it was right when I externed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so like a a month before school ended. And it was, I got up real early. I was going to make the drive, you know, and get there early. And uh, I stopped at this coffee stand right down from my uncle's house in Tri-Cities, right at the, if you ever go into Benton City, it's like at the Conoco, there's a gas station, mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. peculiar area. And uh, I pull up and I'm like, hey, could I get a coffee? And she's like, the, the girl behind the, girl in the stand is like, we don't have a, like our coffee machine's not working. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, I can make you a, a, a Red Bull Italian soda. Oh, weird. And I'm like, you mean a, I'm like, I'll have one. You mean a spritzer? And she's like, a what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, so I live, uh, I'm like, I live west of Seattle in the peninsula. She's like, oh, okay. Like, she's like, I probably had never ever been there. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and like, we're, we call them spritzers over there. I don't know if that's like a thing. No, that's because even Yakima, you'll find spritzers. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you okay. totally will. So it's it's just, maybe that's the Maybe that's the divide. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. Is, is it like might those be, mountains. Yeah, it, just that one hill that you gotta drive up to get to Tri Cities. Yes, yeah. the, the Prosser uh, yeah. area mountains. Maybe that's the divide, the Spritzer divide. Or it could just be the new girl there. You that's never a good. Know. Maybe that's a good title for episode: the Spritzer divide. Spritzer divide. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it could be the new girl there, but what girl up here in the peninsula in Northwest has? Pacific Northwest there has never go. heard of a Spritzer. Oh yeah, that none. True. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, hit us. 
We want to talk about films today. Films. That's oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, we totally should. Yeah, that's uh, something that Dragon's I, really into. Yeah. So has anyone seen anything yeah. like semi recent that's come out? Oh man, well nothing's coming out lately, right? Yeah. Because of the, the only COVID. one that I can think of is uh, that. Oh, whoops. The only one that I can think of <laughs> recently that's come out is the uh, DC one that I am just like somehow oh, totally yeah, drawing yeah, the a blank Justice the League of. one. Yes, right? the yeah. Zack Snyder version. Yeah, yeah. Like that's Which, like one of the only things. I think that's just because DC is streaming it through yeah. HBO. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing is really coming out the last thing the last thing i remember seeing that i was like kind of excited but the most recent thing that came out that i was excited about was once upon once upon a time in hollywood oh really oh yeah yeah well yeah but that was a long time ago yeah yeah the last thing i remember was uh joker with joaquin phoenix oh that was yeah that's right that was really good that was yeah that was really good as well um actually what's funny is um i've just kind of been keeping track of like a mental note of uh, when certain movies were coming out because there's a movie theater right near where I got to walk to uh, actually get to work. Oh, yeah. And so those movie f- posters out front of that thing are like well over a year old and are like yeah, super yeah. sun bleached, which does not happen here because we don't get enough sun to sun bleach things. <laughs> right. Unless they're sitting out for an entire <laughs> right. freaking year. We don't even get enough sun to get vitamin D. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do we get enough sun to sun bleach things? Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask uh, so we're talking about movies. What exactly about movies that you want to talk about? Well, we're talking about high film. Well, uh, okay, maybe not. But that <laughs> seems like that's kind of what you uh, that's your wheelhouse. A little bit? A little bit? Uh, you know, I I suppose um if if anybody would ever ask me a question about any movie ever made, I'd probably not know anything that they're talking about. God, so <laughs> but like like I I couldn't answer any questions anybody ever asked me. But there are certain like bits of information that I'm like very like uh, I know very well. I okay, suppose you could say. Uh, okay. Do you have anything in particular that you want to talk about? Oh shoot! Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch to talk about. Um, when it comes to like movies, do you like Kubrick movies? I love Kubrick movies. Clockwork I think, Orange. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Clock, Clockwork Orange is a, a wonderful film. Um, I think Kubrick is. Um, see, here's the problem. It's like Kubrick is so smart with what he does. He's he's a very 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 smart guy. Um, but a lot of it comes down to just like how much you're willing to put up with, like how like the weirdness that you're willing to put up with. Right, because I've heard he's not. Like the kindest of people to work with, like yeah. he's got some pretty like s- scary tactics. As he's far one of those guys directing. that's out there. I'm guessing right. he's I precise. Don't know much about the guy? He's, yeah. he's unbelievably, unbelievably precise. Mm. Right. Um, which, um, while not necessarily even respectable, because um, <laughs> uh, you know you, actors are humans too. Yeah. Um, it's it's you look at his films and they're just so unbelievably groundbreaking for the time they came out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here's a little factoid here's a cyber fact for you guys um, <laughs> Thanks. have you guys ever do you guys know about uh, the earth from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah can I okay. add one of my favorite movies ever go for it 2001 A Space Odyssey is 
such a fantastic movie. Fun fact, way, actually. Way, way, way ahead of its time. I have that movie on freaking Laserdisc. I pirated what? it. <laughs> I pirated it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Laserdisc is really cool, though. They're, yeah, they're really cool. Do you cool. have anything to play it with? Uh, I did, but unfortunately, Cat Urine fixed that problem. For legal Cat purposes, urine, we do salt, not condone yeah. uh, ripping films. We, we would never do that. Yeah, don't do we that. We would never condone that. Thank you. But if you do it, that's it was an own, accident. That's your own personal. <laughs> 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 Downloaded tour on accident. And uh, yeah, understand. I tried to pay for it, but they just wouldn't take it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the factoid on 2001 okay, Space Odyssey? Right. I'm so invested in this. But right that's now. the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Some, some movies are just unavailable. Mm. Like yeah. you can't even pay for it if you wanted to. And so like. Because just the licensing's expired or something. It's a weird foreign movie. Nobody will stream it. Nobody will sell it to you. So you kind of... You gotta. Yeah. Like have I you seen Begotten? I have seen Begotten. Begotten's crazy. You're weird that you watched that. Begotten's really weird. It is weird. It's spooky. Um, so 2001 A Space Odyssey. The Earth? Let's lock in. Is it, this is like a really common knowledge, but I but it, or quote unquote common knowledge. Um, they didn't actually know what the Earth looked like. Uh, when when they filmed that scene, they like it's an animated scene, and so oh. they just used geography because they, uh, they hadn't gone to the moon yet. Yeah, when they made that movie, yeah. so they mm. just like they're like, okay, this is kind of like what the Earth's coast looks like, and so they drew that and they made like a a model of the Earth, like an animated model of the, what the Earth looked like, and it looks like how you think the you you think no that, way yeah they didn't know what it looked like it was late then. 60s when that movie came out wasn't yes. it? yes yeah 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 before they got, had gone to the moon, so no one really had seen the actual earth yet yeah that when never was the occurred first, to me when was the first person in space who, who uh, first some mid 60s hold on we got jamie looking it up <laughs> we got jamie looking it up. <laughs> i'll, I'll answer it wrong <laughs> we'll, we'll get there we'll get there yeah but, i uh, mean the thing is though is that they could definitely because i'm sure that by then they'd have cameras and everything in space by then it's just i don't know dude. getting something in a high enough orbit that you can see like the entirety especially of for the planet. A, a civilian product like that did yeah, they, for mm-hmm. it not being just like super classified information that and, and they were very like accurate. Totally, mm-hmm. You could yeah. look at you could look at some of the animations and be like, oh, that's a little wrong, but it's it's weirdly accurate how good they got it. And yeah. that and that was just that was just his genius. That was just his direction. He said, I kind of want like who would ever have thought of that? Yeah, yeah. I know. What do you think about that? movie? Well, we've right? only been mapping it. The I think it's a wonderful a movie. While, I yeah. think it's a great movie. It's All right, it looks like something. Piece. <laughs> it looks like we got an answer. Cody, what you got? So Gagarin. Gagarin was uh, the first person in space. Yeah, exactly uh, he, he he went to space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on uh, April twelfth, nineteen sixty one, and okay. uh, Space Odyssey was released in nineteen sixty eight. Okay, oh, so wow. there there's wow. a there's at least a man in space, but like, yeah. I imagine he wasn't <laughs> a cartographer or anything. So you know, you know. Maybe he didn't have it on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're having a good time. Oh, man. What's a cartographer? A cartographer is a map guy. Mm -hmm. Someone who makes maps. Not a geographer? No. Not a geologist? Not a geologist. he's not, in fact, a geologist. Not a geographer. A geologist is someone who studies rock music, right? Yeah, they they study rock and alternative music. music. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, that was just, that was a swing back to uh, episode number 
three or four I with, don't with, know. with Griffin. I don't know. We were talking, oh, yeah, about, we were talking about Arizona and uh, Cody's and Cody Cody threw out the excellent line of, oh, we're talking about geology. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just my favorite. Dude, line geometry, of, dude. <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Trongles. Trongles. Oh, my God. Trongles is a peri meme. Yes. Trongles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so sorry, Dragon. No, we, sidebar there, but uh, right. talk about film. Talk about film. Um, well, uh, where was I? What was I? Talk about film now. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> train wreck. We were talking about Kubrick and uh, Space Odyssey and uh, the planet. Some nonsense. Like Full that. Metal Jacket. What do you think about Earth, that Full Metal Jacket's a great oh. film. I think Kubrick's a wonderful director, uh, despite his uh, personality shortcomings. Um, that's, I think, a, that's a great way of putting it. I think I think he he's he had like a supposedly a really high IQ, but he was very humble about it. I don't know how true that is, but um, he's just he's just a, a an excellent visionary. Someone that you don't someone that comes along every once in a while that comes up with something so interesting that that no one else would have ever, ever really thought about. And he had he was in the spot to like make it. I, I know his first film he ever made, he had like a like a 60-something-plus copies of it or 100-plus co- copies of it made, and he was so embarrassed by how bad the movie was when he actually finally watched the final the final like make of it uh, that he went out and personally bought every copy of it and destroyed it himself. Wow. Um, wow. Because, and this was like a long time ago when he was like young. Um, and so he, uh, he... And from that point on, he'd never watched a single movie that he ever finished. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh. A lot, a lot of directors and actors like that. They finish a movie and they don't watch it. <laughs> That's how we yeah. are with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, a lot of actors True will actually genius. say that. Like, yeah. A lot of actors cannot watch their own movies. Right. Oh, it's yeah, a I weird phenomenon. That. I think huh. a lot of actors also don't care. Yeah. They're like... Paycheck. Give me that. Yeah, yeah, give me that money. Yeah, give it's that partially dodge. that, but it's also... like I think it was Ryan Reynolds he was talking about this a little while ago. He's like, yeah, I just can't watch myself because then... I just nitpick the snot out of myself because it's just it goes back to that old saying like you're your own worst and best critic you know mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I'm fine there Ryan right. yeah it's so funny um, uh, nothing oh nothing okay a little more Cody uh yeah so a film that <laughs> I watched recently and I'm like way behind uh Parasite. By directed by Bong Joon Ho. Mm, oh movie. wait, you just we, we watched that together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that yeah. movie is crazy. It's like, and I'm sure that every critic in the entire world said this exact line. It's like watching a train wreck, and you can't look away. <laughs> it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. That's a terrifying movie. Out of yeah. boredom and just kind of sheer curiosity, we actually did end up making that neo goody yada yada pasta combination with steak thrown on top. Hmm. It was actually pretty good. I have hmm. no idea what you guys are talking about. Have you ever seen that movie? Can someone give me the premise? Uh, basically, uh, it's really hard to give you the premise without giving really? away the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You, you have to watch it. Uh, essentially, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do my best here, and I'm gonna try not to butcher it. Uh, and if if I do end up spoiling it, we'll have a disclaimer that we'll put in the middle of this podcast. Yeah. But there's this Potential family. spoilers ahead. Potential the, spoilers ahead. There's, there is this, this movie is very hard to explain. Family Just. that's living in Korea. Right. And, in South Korea. Mm-hmm. And they are struggling and they each find these jobs that help them along the way. They all happen to be 
for uh, no, we're, no okay. I think I think that's where we got to cut it. Uh, but it is really, it is absolutely You really have to watch it. Like you really you, you really have to watch it. You yeah. cannot turn away from it. It's just so uh it's in- encapsulating yeah. like If there's right. a certain point that I can cut off and say, "Hey, if you actually are interested in this movie, you should stop like listening." Um I would say the biggest premise is uh the biggest common like takeaway from this is like the struggle between uh like 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 uh like economic differences it's a big thing yeah it's a yeah, huge yeah. influence is like definitely poor people quote unquote poor people people who are disenfranchised or whatnot and people who are successful it shows like the dynamic between the two and how both sides are not necessarily like necessarily evil yeah they, right they, they kind of like how the movie title how that's the title it. said it shows that the, is uh, a really good way yeah, of putting it. It shows the both sides of the coin. Yeah, yeah it does, definitely. and it does a very in, it's a very interesting approach to the to the concept. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. Oh man, that it's it's super crazy, and it it's, does a really good job of humanizing them too. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of humanizing everyone. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it has. I mean, especially with uh, Twitter and just all the social medias out there, just kind of like you know, eat the rich, eat the rich, eat the rich, right? Whole routine. It's just. I don't know. That one kind of helped, yeah, humanize the everybody on both sides of that. Like, right. I do think it plays a little bit more towards the poor and disenfranchised. Yeah. Like, I th- I think it. Uh, I don't know. It's but it, but it also shows really. Th- I, I felt the other way around. Really? Yeah. Well, well it's weird. In a, okay, my opinion. It just shows. Everybody's bad <laughs> instead yeah. of. I I always felt I always felt like because, you know, it's not really the family's responsibility. You know what I mean? And so, this is really hard to talk about. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. We're, we're like talking around. Right. Yeah. Ryan's re- probably really confused. Right. Really. Totally really. Uh, listen to this. The rest of this podcast and the rest of all the other podcasts, and then go watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good film. <laughs> it it really is. It's, it's worth, worth watching. watching. <gasps> We it's did almost, it again. It's almost like uh, we're brothers. We have to do this oh, every single man. episode. Uh, it's is it a foreign movie? It is. It is a Korean movie, movie oh, by, yes. by yeah. Bong Joon-ho. Uh, it is in subtitles, mm-hmm. um, but absolutely worth watching. Yep. Even though it's in subtitles, please don't let that... Um, dissuade you. Th- yeah, yeah. This movie won you. a lot of like I think a good few was Academy it? Awards three? for a reason. Yeah, was it yeah. Three, three sounds about right. It's yeah. it's just very which well is incredibly rare for a non English movie period to get any sort of ac- right. Academy Awards. Like yeah. if we want to go back even further, uh, like Studio Ghibli, which is a legendary mm-hmm. animation studio. I think they struggled to even get one. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. No, the Academy Awards and. Yada yada, they're uh, yeah. They really are not particular fans of uh, movies that aren't you know natively written in English. Uncultured. And also, um, you know, it's kind of it's a bunch of old cats that run that show. So it could also be the you know it's animation. It's made for kids. Yada yada. Uh, Oh, it's animated. Yeah. Uh, Not 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 Parasite. Parasite. Not Parasite. Studio Studio Ghibli. Okay. Yes. Ghibli. 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 Giblets, Giblets, Giblets. Call it whatever you want. G H I B L I. That's how it's spelled. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just spell it out every time. You can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, some good stuff. Some mm-hmm. good stuff from, and that's really interesting. Um, considering the way our culture is moving, that that hasn't happened more 
quickly that like foreign films haven't started getting uh more recognition. Yeah, I know. think and a lot of it is just like with people kind of paying attention to their own thing and their own interests is right. that they're less and less paying attention to the actual Academy Awards and they're just, you know, they're enjoying the, uh, their own mediums right, that they yeah. like enjoying. I think it's because um have you ever noticed like major uh, studios have released a bunch of products that have uh, done unbelievably successfully well uh, on the foreign market entirely? Like a huge reliance off a of foreign market? Yeah. Uh, it's no big surprise that there would be some kind of, you know, transfer between two different kind of societies. Right. Yeah. And that it, we also I think it's worth mentioning the Korean wave. Um, and the fact yeah. that Korean media is becoming way more popular overseas than it ever it has in the past. Like, oh, yeah. With the rise of K-pop and K-pop stands and them, like, in some ways taking over Twitter. They, um, oh, God. Twitter <laughs> replies on any sort of really, just major really post are Music, just destroyed by K-pop fans. Yeah. Music really has to be one of the biggest exports of South Korea. Oh, yeah. Other right. than um, LCD screens. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> okay. phenomenal phenomenal uh phone screens you my know, my phone screen is from uh south korea here's uh, something that's actually pretty wild samsung phone uh wonderful. like a large large sector of the entirety of south korea's manufacturing is just hyundai really yeah so like any sort of industrial equipment that you'll see under the doosan name that's hyundai hyundai huh. themselves yeah. Kia is hyundai uh, Samsung, uh, their majority stakeholder is Hyundai. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that kind of like, uh, like in Japan, like how Subaru is owned by Fuji, mm-hmm. and Fuji owns a bunch of other stuff? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like how it's Disney like owns everything, everything. Yeah. next to everything. Probably, in media, yeah. probably yeah. Fuji and Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> Sony, uh, Sony makes more money off of medical equipment in Japan mm-hmm. than actual uh, like entertainment stuff in oh, the wow. United yeah. States. Yeah. yeah, Sony has a massive uh, manufacturing system, uh, setup. That's why, you know, PS5s and everything were just like, oh, it's just one more thing that they're doing. It's why everybody has a Sony stereo at I some see, point or yeah. another. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of hmm. speaking of manufacturing mm-hmm. and things of that sort, because that sparks my interest in a way, uh, Elliot and Dragon, do you guys want to touch on occupation or personal projects that you have going on that's that's remotely exciting? Dragon looks pretty ready. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, can, oh, okay. Dragon, will you, will you speak on it a little bit? A little bit. Um, work wa- work wise, I just work to pay bills. Mm. Um, uh, passion projects, I guess I could say. I I, I work on um three like D animation and whatnot. Right on. Um, but like I said, um, or like I've said in the past, um, I'm just very entry level. And it takes a very long time to get anything really done. And so, um, especially with animation and, and how I learn. Um, and with yeah. COVID going around, it's like I can't really have like a mentor really teach me. I just yeah. have to go off of like like YouTube videos pretty much. I'm almost entirely independent off of the on, on learning. Um, but I, I would love to, on the topic of um, hand signals. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> on the topic of like uh, th- like... I suppose like things that we're working on. Um I I am uh working on some like art and stuff like that and I'll be posting that on Instagram and whatnot right sometime on. in the so future. Excited. It'll take it's going to take a while though cuz it's like I said it's it's uh I have to learn I I'm literally starting you know it's like starting it's like trying to learn art 
and you have no idea how to do like even stick figures. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of like where I started at. Is that zero yeah. percent knowledge, and now I'm like, oh wow, I can make a circle. Yeah. Like I can I, I can make a circle not look bad. Right. So I feel like that's that's a little bit closer. Right. I feel like those kind of steps are like like the foundation though. Yeah, it's and the fundamentals. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Once you get those fundamentals, I, I think you'll be able to build on. I don't know anything about art, but it seems like you know once yeah. It's uh, a lot of the time I find personally, um, it's it's kind of hard because you know I'm a I'm a kind of cerebral cerebrally. Uh, <laughs> Man, I, I like I said, I've had too much to drink. Uh, <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, you know, kind of a creative uh, mindset. So mm-hmm. whenever I think of things, it's like it's kind of hard to really uh, picture things without, you know, modifying them. Um, that's that's a big thing that I've thought about a lot throughout my life is like, mm-hmm. you know, the creative aspect of how things function, like how we're talking about. Supposedly, we're talking about movies. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I have so many ideas and it's just it's unbelievably hard to describe them to people. And so learning how to create those images in a, in a, in a way that people can actually see them. It's, uh, it's like the best thing I could ever be doing. It's, it's like fun. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. I don't, I don't feel like I, in any second that I'm spending doing it, it's not like wasted. Are you doing this mostly like pen and paper or are you doing it digitally? Digitally, entirely digitally. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where do you, uh, where do you draw your inspiration from? <laughs> wow. Um, l- Pretty much uh, everything. If you ever spend, if you're ever like a person who's ever spent like your childhood kind of isolated from other people, I don't know how you guys spent your childhood, but um, I know I spent a, a large chunk of my life pretty isolated. So I, 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 I draw a lot of inspiration from like nature and the world around me. And I draw a lot of intensity from that. And so the very raw sort of um, natural essence of a lot of things kind of come out to me um so when i see something like really brutal or really gnarly it's like oh wow that's crazy but it, it really affects me in a way where i i try to like think about it in like like a context as to why that would happen and so i end up taking that and it inspires me a lot to create really intense art and really intense imagery that would people would see and and not like uh lose their minds over you know it's like something something that's like very applicable to the to the individual and very like What's the word? Like, like making something grotesque really consumable. Yes, there's That'd a certain there's, there's, there's a certain grace to like the rotten nature of the world. You know, there's a certain there's a certain like beauty. I guess you mm-hmm. could say that mm-hmm. like like the very harshness of reality. It's like it's like there's something very beautiful about being alive. And so when you can kind of capture that, it's it's um it's very interesting. It's very it's very powerful. I agree. Yeah. I see. So interesting. Yeah, uh, that's so. Let's yeah, and um, the 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 hard part is that we haven't we haven't even s- we haven't seen anything in context of what you're coming up with. Yeah, so so when you do get your uh, your Instagram started up and everything, make but, sure to yeah. let yeah, us know. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, it's gonna it's gonna take a long time, so don't expect anything new because I'm just I'm such I'm so new to it. Um, it's just something that's been in my head for a long time, and I've decided yeah. to finally just kind of like put it down on paper, essentially, if that makes any sense. But whenever you get it started, we'd love to hook you up with a plug. And um, oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, we'll. I mean, we'll always be here, uh, upstairs. Impaired. Impaired. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not wrapping up right now. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I I mean I'm very interested in, in checking out your ER project. Well, I'm glad. Uh, so we'd I'm sure a lot of our viewers would also be interested. Well, when you say something about inspiration, I've taken a lot of inspiration from even like you guys. Like really? Like yeah, uh, basic conversation is just like it's so interesting to see like the natural like uh sort of function of like dialogue. Like I I've I've I was interested in psychology for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um and sorry to go on a tangent. I'm sorry. No, just, please go on a tangent. That's what we're here for. Um, got, all, got all night. It's just it's just so like fascinating to kind of um like see people in their natural state communicating in it and it's 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 like I said before it's beautiful to see mm-hmm. like just the 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 going ongs of of existence and with the things that you really take for granted it's like it's like those are very beautiful things that I want to like focus on that's like I said I like Kubrick I like um I like Spielberg because he he can he despite his campiness he can capture like the the beauty of of like conversation yeah they, they, sure, those are very yes. powerful things that people that keep people going really mm-hmm. um and and they're just wonderful inspirations to just utilize and and to capture and just to like i don't know i'm very inspired by like humanity essentially yeah you know one one uh director that i think really captures the beauty of conversation is quentin tarantino he <laughs> can he can make a conversation <laughs> right and it's just so natural which is not something that you always get in film it's dialogue that is is it's also m- very cool isn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, he ta- he talks very cool He's very he's very like right. He's his conversation is stylized, which yes. is also beautiful. It's 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 mm-hmm. just like it's like art. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's just wonderful because you know you might disagree with him as a person. You might even disagree with what he has to say or what his dial what the dialogue is. But just the way uh, people have described him as like essentially his script is 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 a uh, scripture. <laughs> you don't go off script. It's got a rhythm to it. Yeah, you don't right. go off script. Actors, uh, actors, they don't go off script. That's his is. rule. You say exactly what he writes. Everything you, everything you hear that they say in the movies is what he wrote. Wow. Because huh. he knows what's up. He knows what's going on in the conversation. He created that conversation precisely to be the way he wanted them to say it. And so people will go through that, the, the rhythm of, of conversation in those movies. And, and it just rolls right into your brain and you don't even think about it. It's just it's just wonderful, and you're just like oh, it's it's snazzy, it's yeah. it's totally great. snazzy. It's yeah. wonderful. It's wonderful. No, it's so consumable. The the, exactly. the dialogue in his movies are mm-hmm. it's so easy. You're just watching it. It seems so natural, mm-hmm. and you forget that they're actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's which, snappy, snazzy, great. He's wonderful. Oh yes, you know, and not just to mention, go ahead. yeah, uh, he also just he loves to have fun with his movies. You know. Like, yeah, that's that, something else. Yeah, is that you, go, you can right tell there. that he enjoys his craft. Yeah, huma- there's the humanity there. There's the there's the real, like the real life nature of it. The real life, yeah. like uh, like the real human beings. Mm-hmm. The real mm-hmm. like brain power time, that went behind talking yeah. like that. And and it it's you put it exactly right. It's it's he likes to have fun. Yeah, he likes to. He loves his job. He loves doing what he has to do. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's, I mean the thing that jumps out it's to me very right easy now to watch. is uh, Django Unchained that he mm-hmm. did that one. Oh man! And just so many scenes out of that one. I just remember that it's so he was, funky, isn't oh, it? He, oh, it was so super good. funky, and you could just tell that Quentin Tarantino was just like, "All right, let's just crank this up to 11. <laughs> yeah, and then some. All of his movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you you might even. It's like that's so crazy because like that movie. I don't even really like the dialogue, but I just I can sit there and listen to it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just so it's so digestible. It's yeah. so just it's 
that's what makes it so unique mm-hmm. and, and and like it's it's like and I'm trying to think also, of a different word than snazzy. Yeah. It's just the beautiful. Other thing you know, that he can yeah. do is he can just nail down something that's very iconic, mm-hmm. like that whistle to uh, right. Kill Bill. You know, oh yeah, oh my god, that one that everybody can remember. Right, it's got that soul to it. Yeah, it's got that. It's got that good rhythm to it. That's why it's you. Everything. That's why you won't ever watch like a, a Tarantino movie and be like, "This is generic crap." No, no, you no. It's look at very it much of, just think of off him. the wall. Right, you he's think of very him. Insane. You think of that guy. Exactly. Like, this is his. He's very it skilled is. at going over the top mm-hmm. in a professional way, mm-hmm. right. in a way um, that doesn't make it seem like one of those college project level of cheese. Yeah. But at the same right. time, it's like he is just the art of cheesiness to it. You know? In a way, in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoever, it's like there's uh, just that perfect balance that he has to hit. And whoever does the costuming for for his films, they they really oh. need to oh, they themselves. Kill it. Yeah. Um. What I wanted to say, Dragon, I, that really means a lot that you brought up that we were any sort of inspiration to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how uh, the other members of the Imperative Stairs group feel, but in a way, like I, I really hope that we can at least do some sort of inspiration and like bring up the community around us mm-hmm. because I think that uh, the Peninsula has a lot to bring to the world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. I, there's not a lot of uh, like famous people that come from the peninsula, mm. and I think that we're such a unique, we're such a unique place in the country. Right. Um, that yeah. I th- and and there's a lot of people here that have a lot to bring to the table mm-hmm. that hasn't necessarily been brought that like the the world or the country. Right. I, I mean, I'm getting a little bit out there, but um. I, you know, I would really like to see, uh, like, at least somebody from the peninsula, and I know we've had Kurt Cobain and whatnot, but, like, people have kind of a, some, a little bit negative connotation right. with him. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think even, a lot even of him, that. Though, even him, though, it's like, you can take a lot of inspiration from s- someone like him. It's like... Right. Uh, yeah. Like you said, it's, it's, uh, it's very particular, it's very, it's very uh, you know... It's very uh, human. Mm. Yeah, and I think I would love to see something come out of that. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go back to taking inspiration from us, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because it's like, <laughs> when I say that, it's like, um, you know, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people try so many times to write uh, dialogue, even. You know, I'm not a very good writer. I'm not a very mm. Good. I'm not like like I'm the opposite of Quentin Tarantino. Sure. I could not write very snazzy sure. dialogue. because yeah. you know I'm always overthinking it. And then, and then the thing that comes to my mind to inspire me when I write dialogue, because I want to. I want to write dialogue. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. create those things. Um, is that I just think about like people I've talked to in the past. And I just think, well, how would a conversation go with this person? It doesn't ever happen the way you could ever write it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a great way to put that. It's, right. It, it just, it kind of just happens. Cause it has its, its own flow that you can't really replicate. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's something exactly. that's like, so like crucially natural to human dialogue and human conversation. That's just missing from a lot of media. I think, mm-hmm. I think Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. does a good job. I think Spielberg does a good job. Even if Spielberg's dialogue is campy and weird, mm-hmm. he is able to capture. So, Tarantino is able to capture the words. Spielberg is able to capture the like the emotions. Ah, you know he, he yeah he, his characters might be really extreme because I mean right. that's how his movies are right. They're characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they're, a very it's a very almost caricature. It's very they're, like um, 
uh, dramatized. That's yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a perfect job of it. He doesn't overdo it. He doesn't underdo it. Some, I mean, I guess suppose I suppose sometimes he overdoes it. Yeah, you kind of dial it up a bit. For but when you but when you dramatic effects. right. But when you boil it down to what he does, what he's trying to do, what his intentions are, and um, what he said he's he's trying to do really, um, he creates he injects that humanity into mm-hmm. uh, the screenplay, and he injects that humanity that makes those movies just so uh, wonderful. And, and and obviously you have some like bad moments like you have like ET where it's like this this is a mess. <laughs> hey, I take offense to that being named Elliot. <laughs> right, but but <laughs> <laughs> um, another side tangent actually. Um, another guy that I work with, he's got like a screwed up pointer finger because he was in a accident while he was riding, so it's like really <laughs> fat on his pointer finger. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he just got it. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh. Yeah, so that joke gets made pretty often. Anyways, wow. yeah, yeah go, it's go pretty ahead. great. But I mean, you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. it's 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 the it's the really just like the essence of I've said it thirty times now. The essence of like that human, you know, it's I mean that's what makes you a person really is like your right. your interpretation of like communication and how people are. It's you know it's deeply rooted in our psychology and it's just wonderful that certain people just really know how to, you know really know how to access that and dig deep and just say, hey, here's this. Here's this very human real thing that you can mm-hmm. look at. And it's enjoyable. It's it's right. a genuinely good time. It's mm-hmm. like, it's right. like there's nothing really bad about it. Right. Nothing, nothing that's like inherently weird or manipulative. It's just, it's just natural. And, and like I've said 1000 times, it's very beautiful. That, mm-hmm. and that's a really important part. I think that you brought up is the lack of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so much of the media we consume today and the media that we, uh, see today is mm-hmm. inherently manipulative like they're trying to they're trying to convey some sort of like intense message mm-hmm. or they're right. trying to get you to uh, like think an, agen- a certain an agenda w- yeah, yeah they have yeah. an agenda yeah um and so when you especially our generation when we come across media that doesn't have an agenda mm-hmm. you know it, it's more powerful to us mm-hmm. um, absolutely and i think yeah. that we're a lot more just aware of it in general now yes right and yeah, it could be that you know uh, our generation in particular is just at that particular point in our collective lives mm-hmm. that we are kind of more uh, conscious of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but it could also be just it's something that we've kind of that, and you've seen that in the past too. That uh, you know, media's always had their agenda one way or another. Absolutely. But I think it's just one of those things that we kind of uh, said, all right, hang on. We're we're not cool with this anymore. I mean, you know, we yeah. want to kind of have our own thoughts on something stuff. genuine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, and that's something that we're being in. Like, we we were we have grown up with the internet and mm-hmm. the manipulation of the internet. Yeah, and it's something that we're really like. Yeah, we're just very aware of. And yeah. it's I uh, I want to think for myself. I I don't want someone else thinking for me i have my own brain yeah yeah exactly i mean it's also you have that freedom of being able to just go out and see whatever you want and be able to learn whatever you want i would really... also really appreciate it the voices that were talking to me would like say something like good for once <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like something something that was productive yeah it's and, like, not just like well, this like, is bad you should feel bad yeah, like, yeah something yeah, healthy yeah. something well, like, you, like you said productive it doesn't have yeah. to be mm-hmm. like a po- like a, a positive thing but if it's productive or it, it gets us in the right direction other than mm-hmm. like just slander and well or pushing, I mean, pushing of an agenda that's right, kind of the yeah. thing is yeah something that i definitely noticed about myself especially when i was in high school and everything is that 
you just surround yourself with people that just put shit down and yeah it just makes you hateful towards the world you know yeah totally it you know people that are yeah more burnouts and stuff like that and it really it corrupts your like ability to perceive the world Mm -hmm. it hurts you it's really negative yeah it's Mm -hmm. just you get that dark world for you too yeah absolutely it's like humanity is more than capable of really good things Mm -hmm. um it's it's no wonder that the suicide rate is in like steadily it's on a steady climb yeah yeah Yeah, it really sucks it's it's horrible but it's not exactly surprising like when you think about the media that we're consuming Mm -hmm. and what we are like exposed to it like yeah yeah. there's between that and then and the willingness to like accept like uh like criticism Really, the criticism of like human nature. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. noticed that? Like, I can like there's a there's a weird uh, there's a thing I wanted to get into psychology. If I ever like mm-hmm. if this animation thing doesn't pan out, I'm gonna get into psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna get into uh, I one thing I want to write about is uh, social like um, what do they call it? Um, social like like a social contract. Oh yeah, like yeah, social yeah. conditioning. Yeah, well, mainly you've talked to, you've talked social about contracting and conditioning. Contracting, in my opinion, I don't know if this is a real thing. By the way, I just made this up. This totally could be a real thing, and I'm just copying them, and I don't realize. <laughs> Go um, ahead. Like social contracting is a huge thing where people just agree to concepts that are generally accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a yeah, lot yeah, of the yeah. time, a lot of the time, they're the reason they're accepted is because they work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but because mm-hmm. they work, you know, there's a lot of you know intricacies that are lost mm-hmm. and so you have a it's, general you you know what you mean you have a general concept you know you could look at things like uh like peer pressure or um you know uh even things down to like culture mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's born from contracting where people say hey these are the agreed kind of like these are the agreed things that are okay it's and just this is right. what we're sticking to right now right and, and then, then you kind of get that status quo going mm-hmm. on and, and so really when you go that. against it, you create a problem. Mm-hmm. And and because then you're not a part of the group, you're going against the grain. You're causing trouble. Which really trouble. sucks because it ends up you end up becoming a taboo individual, and you end up creating taboo concepts and when, they, re- when they really shouldn't. Way. They really shouldn't be. They should right. be like things where people are like, "Hey, I'm not here to like upset you. I'm not here to. I'm not here to like make problems. I'm just here criticizing this this overarching issue that kind of." you know, messes up our ability to properly communicate. Mm-hmm. We're seeing um, a lot of that division, especially yeah, with social media. It mm-hmm. really sucks. It's really crazy how mm-hmm. often people, I mean, I say people, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm no, you know, I'm not like free of this. I've totally done this myself. Of I'm course. sure, I'm sure everyone here has. Yeah. Everyone's um, susceptible yeah. to it. Yeah. Everyone's you know, susceptible. It's like it. a weird, it's like a weird form of social programming, like, like propaganda that like is born from, this strange I, I don't even know how to put it it's just it's just like this negative energy that kind of mm-hmm. like really hurts and our ability to communicate and uh, w- one thing about the modern day is that people have become so good at propaganda mm-hmm. where you can be you can be consuming propaganda and not even realize it yeah like it, it's not posters on uh, a wall anymore it's it's uh, a comment that you see yeah. from some random user that just happens to have, uh, or it's just an oddball conversation that happens during like mm-hmm. some YouTube video. That it's you're the negativity right. behind some, people's back that's some, unnecessary. Some, some sort of opinion that just ends up finding its way into our heads. Mm-hmm. What what I could add to it is that the the idea of 
like social contract and your social conditioning, which I've he- I've heard you you've talked to me about this before, Dragon, and I was really like fascinated by it. But and you worded it as social conditioning. Mm-hmm. It probably stems down like you were saying. It's it's like a natural. Um, it, it's like a it's like a primitive it's, primal thing. Yeah, it's that tribe mentality. It, That's exactly. all it is. It's you know you just for the sake of our own survival when we were apes we stuck to the other apes that were similar to us. Totally. Yeah, and, and that got you got along well. If you boil yeah. it all down to uh, the basics it's like you have family and you have tribe. Mm-hmm. And um if you don't respect either, you know, it's it's just going to be a problem for you. Yeah, cuz then you're you, just a drain on everybody else around you. Yeah, you know? and and so when you have control over someone's tribe, it's like you have control over everything essentially. Mhm. Yeah. I think um like one thing that I, I want to push in this episode is if you're listening at home and you know you, you hear an opinion out there uh, wherever it may be and you start kind of having that opinion on your own, just make sure that it's your own opinion and mm-hmm. you're not a mouthpiece for someone else. You know. Right, I agree completely. It can be really easy to fall into that, depending mm-hmm. on the kind of person you are. It can be, and and yeah. how and how what your interest is in how other people think of you. Yeah, that could have, that could play a big part in it. Part of that definitely time. is hunting for that sort of social acceptance. Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to say something also. Um, if there's one thing you could ever take from this, including that, uh, or two things you could take from this, uh, what he said is very important. Uh, it's very crucial. And I would like to add, add to that, really. Um, it's much better to love people than it is to hate on people. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. al- it's always better to be like a lovely person than it is to be like a... It's a easier to rude. hate, but it's also the better thing just mm-hmm. as a whole. Just to, yeah, get along be, just with be, each other. Good, just be you know, just be good to other people. Be God kind. <laughs> right. Even criticism. If if you can if you can channel your criticism as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Make something or, good out of it. Or maybe not a positive thing, but at least a neutral to positive leaning thing rather mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. like scalding of someone. It's just you're bad, you suck, I like that. No, it's just like, yo, dude, maybe try this out, see what you think. The people it's that do that, well. the people that scald people never last in leadership positions. No. And that's yeah. a that's like a huge that's a huge pattern. There there has to be positivity in, in a leadership type position as a person um there's a there's an interesting anecdote and I'll, I'll try not to like get too sidetracked on it but it was in this book that i was reading about um influencing people and uh there was a there was a gentleman who was a he was an airplane pilot and uh there was like a mechanic guy that set up his plane and he put the wrong fuel in the plane so the plane took off got into the bad fuel and, and he and the guy had to crash land the plane and it was his personal plane almost destroyed it Obviously, he was very upset with this mechanic guy who made a like a very bumbling idiot mistake that you shouldn't make as a plane mechanic. So, uh, you know, he he could like he could like beat him up, or he could get in his face and like, oh, you almost you almost killed me and these other people. And he he walked. I mean, this is uh, from a book, so it could be anecdotal and not totally true. But he walked up to the the mechanic guy and he's like, hey, you're gonna service my entire fleet of planes tomorrow, and you're not gonna screw up. I know you're not gonna make this mistake again. And that kind of, I mean, that's not negative. That he could have been much more negative. He almost died. Mm. Yeah. But he he did that, and he he took that route with it, and it was much more it was much more of a positive impact. And you know that that guy that screwed up his plane improved in the end because of that yeah. po- positive leadership. And I've been there before too. Like I've screwed up pretty royally, and then I'm like, I gotta not do that again. And then you are just like on your 
freaking A game, once you kind of get a bit to, like, pull back from that and you get back into it, you are just, like, it's almost supernatural to come back from that a lot of time. Right. I think that's super important. Like, sometimes those failures make you more of who you are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, is, yeah, just the ability to screw up and learn from it is something that a lot of people just don't see and they don't see the learning process for a lot of people and it's really something that is absolutely critical to being successful yeah yeah i uh and sorry not mm-hmm. to jump in but go like yeah, the learning from it is a very important part absolutely of it. yeah like being able to humble yourself we've talked about that mm-hmm. in a previous episode but being able to humble yourself to a level where you're like yeah absolutely like take mm-hmm. take responsibility for that have humility yeah. please without without mm-hmm. a doubt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, i agree 100 percent. i think um i think this this might be a pretty good spot to start wrapping things up mm-hmm. uh I apologize if I didn't let anybody else talk about. Movies. No, no, oh, yeah. thank, you, thank you for talking and uh, filling up the airtime. You know, yeah, um, I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> no, no, this is great. This is yeah. great. So, yeah, thank you, thank you, Dragon, for being here. Thank with you guys us tonight. so 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 much, uh, and thank so you, Elliot, for being awesome. here. Oh yeah, it's great having you guys. It it really was uh, a treat for everyone. Absolutely was. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be next on impaired upstairs the impaired upstairs podcast go hit us up at impairedupstairs.com go to the contact us page and there's a whole formatted uh system there that you can you just follow that it's it's super simple or you can email us directly at info at impairedupstairs.com. I didn't mess it up this time. That is info at impairedupstairs.com. We are going live on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Uh, we are also, you can find all of our episodes on the impairedupstairs.com. Yes. And we are rolling out a Twitter we are rolling out an Instagram, uh, all the social medias. So hit us up at Impaired Upstairs for Instagram and at Impaired STR. Oh, I'm sorry, Impaired Up STRS S-T-R-S. on Twitter. And that's because there is a cap on uh, Twitter for what you can name it. But I'm pretty sure if you just look up Impaired Upstairs on Twitter, I think you're gonna find us anyways. Most likely, yeah. Uh, so you can Pro just look up here on Impaired Twitter. Upstairs <laughs> on Twitter. We're there. We're going live. This weekend is a big weekend for us because we are putting everything up. We're putting everything out there on oh, yeah. on uh, all on the, the social media, yeah, on the block. We're we're out here. It's, Listen to us. It's uh, we're putting ourselves out there for criticism and for the world to see. And so you know, it's a uh, it's a big moment. It's a oh big yeah, moment for us. If, it's if, a big milestone in the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't. Uh, want to be on the podcast if you just want to let us know how we're doing topics you want to hear us talk about hit us up as well please info please at uh impaired upstairs.com or contact us and let us know if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all we don't want to hear it just but kidding it, <laughs> we actually do want to hear constructive it. criticism please uh hey you know what hate mail whatever we'll i think it. the logo looks we'll, really good we'll take it we'll take logo it. does look good Ooh. Yeah, we have a new logo, and it's yeah. awesome. Thanks, Haley. Haley Locke. You did a wonderful job. 
Yeah, we'll get her on an episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll be sure to plug her uh, when when she gets on here, her Instagram. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything we're, we're any, missing? Any final notes from these two lovely guests? Um, I think uh, life's about being likable. You should be a likable person. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's good to be likable. Good. Um, just some parting words from me. I think um, we're all kind of sucks sometimes, but you just got to embrace the suck and learn from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Heck the big yeah, thing buddy. is just, yeah, keep your keep your head on your goal, what you want in life. And um, H-E double hockey sticks, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, watch the language. Whoa, <laughs> careful there, bud. Yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, just learn from your mistakes we're we're all in the suck together, you know. We're all in the suck. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. Yeah. So, um, one you more know, thing. And and we're if we're not here. Mm. Oh, did you have another thing? Just one more thing. Go for Just it. Be kind to each other, everybody. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. And you know what? When we're not out working, when we're not out uh, uh, making the world a better place, we're gonna be up here. Impair. Uh, sorry. Upstairs, impaired, and cut.